This podcast may contain content that is graphic and disturbing in nature. Listener discretion is advised. It was back in 2015 that an elaborate scam was exposed where people unknowingly enrolled in universities that did not exist, paying enrollment and tuition fees for courses that were fake. This is Apple for the Teacher, a true crime podcast. I'm your host, Anna Thomas. Today's episode is called Degree Mill. People were scammed into enrolling in fake universities. How did this happen? So, to begin this episode, I'd like to ask you a question. Do you hold some type of professional job? So are you a lawyer, accountant, doctor, engineer, or a teacher like me? Each of these professions, and many others like them, require people to attain tertiary degrees. Have you recently needed the services of any of these professionals? Maybe you had to see a doctor, get your tax done, or needed a lawyer to prepare a will. While accessing these services, did the person's qualification ever enter your mind? Did you wonder what qualification they had attained? I think that most of us would never even contemplate these questions while we are sitting in the waiting room of our doctor's surgery. But this story today will show that perhaps we should be asking these questions. As true crime listeners, we are all too familiar with crime being perpetrated in many different forms. Crime has existed throughout time. But it's only in recent decades that computers and the internet have led to the creation of new categories of crime. And one of these is the focus of today's episode. And that is the crime of paying money for false academic credentials. When I researched for this episode, I was staggered by just how huge this industry is. But for the focus of today's episode, you will hear the story of one company who operated a degree scam. The company was called Exact and operated in Pakistan. Its illegal activities were discovered back seven years ago in 2015. A reporter from the New York Times named Declan Walsh published an article exposing the company's operation. So let's find out what happened. This company employed some 2,000 people and its headquarters were located in the city of Karachi, Pakistan. It operated as a legitimate IT company, which was really a cover-up for its core business, which was to sell fake academic degrees. With online education booming, the company would create fake educational institutions such as high schools, colleges and universities and lure people to enrol in fake courses. So in these cases, people were scammed into thinking they had paid tuition fees to enrol in a particular tertiary course. However, the company also offered services to people who were fully aware that what they were paying for was fake, such as fake term papers, university theses and dissertations, and also high school diplomas. The first part of the scam was to create fake colleges universities and high schools, which would have slick websites, which looked totally legitimate. These fake institutions were located around the world 
but mostly in the US and oil-rich Gulf countries. The names of the schools were carefully chosen, such as Berkeley University, meant to sound like Berkeley University in the US, or Columbiana University, to sound like Columbia University. And then there was the Nixon University, no doubt named after former President Richard Nixon. If the school was based in the US, there would be a toll-free American contact number that prospective students could call, but the call was really answered by a person at the exact call centre in Pakistan. It is believed that the company created up to 400 fake institutions. Academic institutions are required to be accredited. So to overcome this issue, the scammers also created fake accreditation bodies. And here are some examples. The Accreditation Bureau of Online Education and Training, the European Accreditation Board for Online Education, the International Accreditation Board for Business Studies, the International Business Accreditation and Regulatory Commission. They all sound really legitimate, don't they? These websites looked totally believable. Each school would have promotional videos where you could hear from the professors and students. However, they were all paid actors. So if it was a fake American university, they would use American actors. And of course, there were fake testimonials from fake people. The website would provide the school's address. But if anyone checked this address, the location would not be what they had expected. In one example, the address given for a university turned out to be the location of a butcher's shop, I kid you not. And another one was a vacant lot which just had a rundown tin shed on it. Now, in order to create further legitimacy, the faculty members of these schools had profiles on social media sites such as LinkedIn, which is a platform for professional networking and career development and allows job seekers to post their CVs and for employers to post jobs. At the heart of the business were the call centres, which had young, well-educated Pakistanis who were fluent in English. They fielded calls from people who had accessed the fake websites. Like many other businesses, the sales agents were required to meet monthly targets, and as well as taking calls, they also made cold calls, looking for prospective students, saying that they were recruitment agents who could offer them a lucrative job, but first they needed to pay to enrol in an online course. As already mentioned, they also created fake high schools. So how would they make money with high schools? In one example, a lady in the US had been homeschooled but wanted to go to college, but she couldn't because she didn't have a high school diploma. So she contacted one of these fake high schools and paid some money to do an online test, which would grant her access to the college course. So she was accepted, but before even starting the course, she received a diploma in the mail. And here is another example of a man who was duped. He was from India and worked at a construction firm in the United Arab Emirates and paid money to enrol in an online master's program in business administration. He was subsequently called by an American embassy official who told him 
he was required to have an English language qualification and he agreed to pay to enrol at an English language training certification institute. He was then pressed for more money to buy a US State Department authentication certificate signed by the then Secretary of State John Kerry. After that, a person from the United Arab Emirates government said he would have to pay to legalise his degree in their country or else he would face deportation back to India. So this is just one example how they managed to continue to extract money from people. In an attempt to expose the scam, a particular investigator posed online as someone looking for an engineering degree. He was asked if he wanted to take classes and courses or did he want to enrol in the experience-based program. This just meant that he was provided with a degree due to having life experience. Nothing more, really? There would be no classes, courses or exams. Now, a person inquiring about such a degree may have had every intention of enrolling in a legitimate school, but then was offered this alternative, which clearly anyone could see was a total fraud. Yet, there were obviously people who bought these fake degrees. So how was this elaborate operation uncovered? It was only because the conscience of some of the employees at the company forced them to become whistleblowers. Although it's impossible to know exactly how much money they had defrauded, it's believed to be about $140 million. It's believed that Axac's empire may be one of the biggest internet scams ever. So after this New York Times article was published, Exact made a public statement, and here is some of what they said. Quote, Exact condemns this story as baseless, substandard, maligning, defamatory, and based on false accusations, and merely a figment of imagination published without taking the company's point of view. Exact will be pursuing strict legal action against the publications and those involved. Now, they go on to talk about the reporter of this article, who had been based in Pakistan for about 10 years, and this is what they said, quote, The story is authored by some reporter, Declan Walsh of the New York Times, who was expelled from Pakistan as persona non grata by the Pakistan Interior Ministry, allegedly due to his involvement in damaging Pakistan's national interests. Even the media group that he is affiliated with, the Express Tribune, published a story against him. Click here to read more. Several other organisations have also written about him. Click here to read more. This reporter has worked and devised a one-sided story without taking any input from the company. A last-minute, haphazard, elusive email was sent to the company demanding an immediate response by the next day to which the attorney for exact responded, click here to view the response. In an exemplary display of poor journalistic skills and yellow journalism, the writer quoted references from several imaginary employees to corroborate accusations made out of thin air. None of these accusations have been substantiated with any real proof. Search engines have been used to type fake degrees and whatever images have turned up have been portrayed as evidence. 
Additionally, no proof has been given linking any of these sites and allegations to Exact, and widely recognised names such as that of John Kerry have been used to increase the impact of the story. In fact, the writer himself admits that when he approached these universities, they denied having any links with Exact. For information on Exact Education Unit, it is hereby clarified that Exact provides a comprehensive education management system that benefits diverse bodies of students and caters to all types of educational institutions, online and traditional. It is a 360-degree solution for students and faculty around the globe, available on multiple educational platforms being its core capability. For details on this, click here. Furthermore, Exact's online education management system is the world's leader outside of North America, and Exact is now collaborating with other renowned education groups in the US to provide its education management system and is poised to be a major player in the online education industry of the US by 2018. So this was just one of the many statements and media appearances that the company embarked on to try to save their reputation. So what happened after the New York Times article was released? The company's headquarters was raided and the police seized documents and computers. They found blank degree certificates with the letterheads of dozens of fake universities, including a fake letterhead of the US State Department. The police investigation uncovered that after the scam was exposed, the company bosses instructed the employees to burn documents and destroy computers. The police also tried calling the phone numbers on the various school websites, but it seemed that the company was able to shut everything down before the police were able to access anything. The police also found taped phone conversations which showed the agents impersonating American lawyers or State Department officials. Here is one example. In one phone call, a Pakistani man had still owed money for his degree and a sales agent pretended he was a lawyer acting for a university in California and he was pressuring the man to pay the outstanding amount or else he would take police action. Here is what the man said. Please, please, Mr. Jacob, I have sold all my assets to pay this last amount. I am not eating well. I am not sleeping well. And the man replies, look, you're not paying that much. It's just another $10,000. And here is another story. In the US, some customers who had bought fake certificates from a school took the matter to court. To hide the fraud, Exact used a man who worked in their company cafeteria to pose as the fake school's founder. A webcam video deposition was conducted in which the cafeteria employee moved his lips pretending to speak, while an exact official voiced answers to questions for the American lawyers. The cafeteria worker was then given money to go into hiding. As a result of their investigations, the company's chief executive and other employees were arrested on charges of fraud, extortion and money laundering. All their bank accounts were frozen 
they had a number of bank accounts and tax havens in various countries around the world. So, the case was preparing to go to trial, and the prosecution had 80 witnesses. But then many of them changed their minds about testifying, most likely because there were no laws to protect witnesses in Pakistan, and they were scared for themselves and their families. Criminals in Pakistan were powerful and well-connected. Finally, only nine decided to proceed. The police and the prosecutors then started getting threats. Four of the prosecutors eventually withdrew due to these threats. The boss of the company and his conspirators were ultimately released on bail due to a technicality in law, which said if a trial didn't proceed by a certain time frame, then the accused could be freed on bail. So after 15 months, this is what happened. Of course, the man's lawyer argued he was freed because there was no evidence. So the case seemed to be going nowhere. And then one of the prosecutors who resigned was asked to come back on the case, which he agreed to. But he then received threats again with a hand grenade being thrown at his house, which thankfully didn't hurt anyone. Again, he withdrew from the case but there was no evidence found that Exact had been responsible. So, after the scam had been exposed, people in the US and other countries finally became aware that it was Exact that had scammed them. But they didn't want to come forward and testify, as this meant having to go to Pakistan, and they were afraid for their safety. They also didn't trust in the Pakistani judicial system. And perhaps they were correct as it was revealed that after the boss had been released on bail, that the judge who released him had been given a bribe. The judge actually admitted that he had received the bribe. But the law would finally catch up with the exact boss, as he was ultimately sentenced to three years prison, along with several other accomplices. However, he appealed the conviction to the High Court, arguing that he had been accused of defrauding thousands of people, yet not a single victim had lodged a complaint, only the employees. He also stated that the prosecution failed to prove that the degrees were fake. As a consequence, the sentence was suspended and he was released on bail pending the appeal. Now, I haven't been able to find out anything else about this case, whether the man was still in prison or had managed to get out on another technicality. And so this latest information was from 2018. Now, the plot thickens in this story, as about two years ago, I found information about a retired FBI agent named Alan Easel, who had uncovered the startling revelation that the company Exact had started reselling fake degrees. I kid you not. Here is what he uncovered. His statement read, quote, Exact is in business today, doing what they have done for the past 16 years. Exact Limited, Karachi, Pakistan, ceased existing in about January 2020. The Exact main office building is now the Crest Tower, DHA, or Defence Housing Authority of the Pakistan Army. While Exact was changing its name on the front of their building, cosmetic only, their employees inside never left their desks 
nor stopped selling fake degrees. As its employees sit in their cubes selling diplomas on both old and new fake schools, along with other scams, the name of their employer was being changed on their building ID cards. Exact has increased its online education business to accommodate the millions of students who, because of the pandemic, can no longer attend their traditional brick and mortar schools. They now turn to the internet. The students are looking for accredited online courses they can take back to their schools when this crisis is over. Instead, they encounter Exact. Exact has about 900 employees at their Karachi and Islamabad call centres working mainly on their fake classes scheme. They advertise via pop-ups and banners in social media, including Facebook. Exact touts its fake schools as being American, utilising many addresses and telephone numbers in the US, along with the US Presidential Scholarship as bait to attract new students. To further this American illusion, many of these websites contain pictures of the US Capitol building, along with the American flag appearing numerous times on these websites. So this FBI agent informed the Pakistani authorities of the company's renewed activities, which they were not aware of. So when I looked to find out more about this company, I found that they had a YouTube channel and I watched a video which spoke about the legitimate side of their IT company because, yes, they actually were a company, which of course hid the fraudulent part of the company. The video talked about the facilities that they had for their employees such as the pool, the cafeteria, a salon, a movie theatre, jacuzzis, etc. And here is a small portion of that video. Exact is the world's leading IT company. From a modest beginning back in 1997, it has grown into a large IT company with a substantial global market share. The key to Exact's success is its dedicated employees. We value quality human resource and provide them with the most exciting lifestyle that motivates them to give their best performances and be in a constant learning process. So fasten your seatbelts as you are about to witness some of the exceptional perks and facilities our Exactians enjoy. At Exact, we not only just hire the best, but we give them the best. And by that, we mean the enviable lifestyle that Exact promises to each and every Exact team. This includes the five-star cafeteria to the large swimming pool that we have. At Exact, every Exact team enjoys these facilities and that keeps them motivated, energetic, and highly focused on their work. Cafeteria at Exact is just truly wonderful. And uh, we really do enjoy these scrumptious food and uh, the soothing ambience. Menu changes uh, according to our suggestions uh, frequently, so we don't get bored of it. And most importantly, it all comes at uh, subsidized rates. Uh, What more can one ask for? Like the company itself, the cafeteria also operates 24-7. 
Exactians have a wide range of food items to choose from, which varies every day. They can order their favorite meal via their computers using individual customized applications available to them and enjoy it whenever they like. These tantalizing food items are prepared by our top-notch chefs using top-quality ingredients that are healthy and hygienic and our courteous stewards are always there to serve Exactians. Talking about the five-star cafeteria, its spacious seating arrangement is truly phenomenal. It also provides Exactians with a great opportunity to be entertained while having their meals. They can catch up with the latest news and sports, thanks to the huge plasma screens. This video was so extensive and went on for about 16 minutes. So when I watched this, I couldn't help but think, was this video fake as well? Were the scenes in the cafeteria, the pool, the gym, were they real or set up? Or were they recorded at other facilities? And I also have to wonder about the employees who worked there. Were they really treated as well as the video implies? Or was the operation more like a sweatshop? Yes, they were obviously educated people and perhaps they were paid well in order to keep their silence since we know that Pakistan has a very high level of poverty. So you now know how this scam operated. But let's hear from someone who experienced it. A British man had worked as a construction engineer in Saudi Arabia. And while he was working there, he kept in regular contact with his family back in the UK. His son remembers getting letters from his dad, and he would come back to visit whenever he could. So he had worked there for about 20 years, and then one day his son got a call from him saying that he had been diagnosed with cancer. He wanted to come back to the UK, but he so sadly died before being able to. So after his death, his son received all of his belongings, and his son noticed that his father had some degree certificates. So he had obviously undertaken some further study which his family hadn't known about. They found out that he had been told that he needed further qualifications to work in Saudi Arabia. They just told him to pay a fee and he would get the qualification as he had already worked as an engineer for a number of years and obviously had the required expertise. So he paid but then someone else called him and said the degree was fake and that he better pay up or he would go to jail. And here is what an exact scammer said to him who was posing as a Saudi official. Quote, if the government comes to know about this, it is a big, big issue for us. You know that people are getting deported and it is a very difficult situation that in Saudi Arabia, anybody's having fake degree and survive. If anybody is going against the law, they will face the consequences, for example, behind the bars. So he was blackmailed and threatened with jail. So he paid up. And here is his son speaking. He'd have thought he'd die in a Saudi jail if that happened. My dad was blackmailed, threatened with jail at a time when he had, you know, a terminal illness. Cleared out all his accounts down to zero. Best estimate at the moment, it was in the, you know, the hundreds of thousands of pounds. I think he felt quite alone. Uh, he was quite a proud man. He'd never admit to anyone that he'd got himself into trouble. 
and didn't seek any help and just kept trying to dig himself out of it, but he wasn't digging himself out, he was just digging himself deeper. Um, and they weren't going to stop until they got every penny they could out of him. I mean, to anyone else who is caught up in a scam like this at all, uh, I'd say um, go and speak to someone about it, go and speak to a lawyer, stop the payments, stop answering the phone call. Um, I really wish my dad had sort of done that. Gee, how sad is that? You know, you can listen to this episode about this multi-million dollar scam, but to hear this real story just puts it into perspective that this scam was deadly. It affected real people, but it could also affect any one of us if we ever come across someone with a fake qualification and in particular occupations which deal with the well-being and safety of people such as doctors and engineers. It is believed that this is a global industry, so who knows how many other companies like Exact are out there. So as we have seen, some people were legitimately scammed, but there were others who clearly knew that they were paying for fake degrees. They may have contacted these universities, but then got offered fake qualifications and they just couldn't resist. So but one thing that I would like to say as a teacher myself and as having a degree, my degree is totally legitimate. So I hope no one is going to question my qualifications because I am a teacher. And now I'd like to share a podcast recommendation with you. Take a listen to this promo. Season three of Tapes from the Dark Side. Brings you a new tale of true crime. Yes, ma'am. I, I, um, I just shot my daughter and shot all my grandkids. And I'll be sitting on my step. And then when you get here, I'm going to shoot myself. Tapes from the Dark Side is a serialized true crime podcast. Each season, we take one case and investigate in depth using original source audio and legal documentation to break down exactly what occurred, the potential motive behind each crime, and the judicial implications for those involved. This is Season 3, The Spirit Family Massacre. Dark side. I think everyone has a bit of a fascination with the dark side. And now let's preview the next episode. It's called Altar of Sacrifice. The schoolgirl was ambushed as part of a satanic sacrifice. What happened? And in this episode, I will leave you with this quote. Your degree is just a piece of paper. Your education is seen in your behavior. Bye for now and remember to be a good apple. <laughs>